0: Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. Quick, wherever you're listening to the show, look on that app or website for the writer review section. I would love it if you'd leave a five-star review for this show. If you like the kind of content I'm bringing you three times a week, uh, we talk about investments all the time here, and this is an investment in me and also in the content you receive. So take the time to make that free investment in your journey by leaving a five-star review. Today, we're going to talk about money, where it comes from, and how do we keep getting more of it for these trillion-dollar bills we keep hearing about in the news. Stay tuned for some mind-blowing stuff. Now, it all starts with government debt, right? We're going to kind of speed run this to make it make sense without going too deep on the topic because there's a lot here. Uh, When the government needs money, it creates a piece of paper called a bond, a promise to repay a total amount plus interest to the purchaser of the bond. Now, they give this to the Federal Reserve. Now, we're talking about bills here, right, How, how the bills are working and how money gets into the system. Now, the, the uh, purchaser of the bond in this case is the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is actually the principal purchaser of bonds, even though bonds can be bought by private money like you, me, uh, and companies large and small, hedge funds, etc. Now, when the Federal Reserve, the central bank, gets this bond from the government, they hand them back a check or, or a piece of paper that says, Now you have the money, right? When the Fed says they're buying bonds and adding it to their balance sheet, this is what they mean. They're taking in the IOUs from the government, the IOU is the bond, and handing them back a piece of paper labeled money and adding the government IOU to their balance sheet as an asset. Now, an IOU from the American government is the next best thing out there to a guarantee of repayment, right? This is because the U.S. government uh, has the ability to tax people, tax you and me, and get the money back without an issue, right? Even though people say they will fight against taxation, well, here we are, being taxed and not complaining about it. The trick is they just don't call it a tax. By getting the money from the Fed, they're taxing us without announcing a new tax. It it sounds crazy, but the money is not coming from the Fed. It's coming from us. Anyways, so once the government gets a check, it'll start making a little bit more sense now. Once the government gets the check from the Fed, it's credited to the government's account, this X amount of dollars, and they use this X amount of dollars to pay bills such that the government incurs, right? This is how money gets into the system. The government is paying for those services and they're giving it to regular people like you, me, the congresswoman, the post office person um through third party right they're paying amazon for cloud services and amazon is then paying their employees with that money so there's the the money is coming from that source and and trickling out throughout the economy now anyway so so now when the money gets to let's see the mail carrier or or you and me we deposit that money into our banks right and that's either do direct deposit or through a check now when the money gets to the bank, right this is where it gets even crazier because now we know that the government is printing the money by getting it from the Fed through what we use as, as a bond, right It really is a, it's called it's, it's it's put out there as the Fed printing money, but it really is the government saying, hey, give us X amount of dollars we, we, we can make we you know we can get the money from through taxation, but if we do it this way, We don't have to deal with the political backlash, right? So the Fed is printing this money, giving it to the government, and then the government's giving it to us. Now, that's how that money gets into the system originally, right, through this credit system coming from the Federal Reserve. The next thing is we deposit that money into our accounts via check or via a credit, right? We just show up one day and there's a direct deposit. The money just goes up in our accounts. Once that money's in our accounts, The banks are actually allowed to loan out 90% of that money, right? Now, this money was just created. It's brand new out of thin air. It wasn't sitting there in a reserve, right? Quote unquote reserve. It was created out of thin air. This thin air money that's now in our banks, right? We got paid $2,000, a $2,000 payment this week, right? Every two weeks, you get paid two grand, three grand, 10 grand, 15 grand, whatever it is, it's deposited into our account. And now the bank can actually loan out ninety percent of new money created based on the money we just deposited, right? It sounds to, to, it's going to sound crazy here, right? We deposit a hundred thousand dollars in our bank account. All right. Let's say we do a. Let's say we do some kind of government contract with with the um with the government. We get paid a hundred thousand dollars for whatever service. We deposit that hundred thousand dollars into our account via check, or they just wire us the money, and it goes to our Bank of America. Right. We have a hundred thousand dollars in our account. The bank will actually loan out ninety thousand dollars, which is ninety percent of a hundred thousand. They'll loan out ninety percent of new money. gets created based on the money that we just put in the bank. So they're not loaning the $100,000 that we just put in the bank. They're not loaning $90,000 of our money. They're actually creating $90,000 to loan out because they're only required to keep 10%. So they're creating this, this money and now loaning it out. They haven't touched our money as of yet for that loan, right? but they just created new money to put into the system because now they're giving $90,000 to somebody else. Now, again, it's not cash. They're not sitting their printing cash. They're creating that $90,000, 90% creation of money based on the, 100%, the $100,000 that we put in, that $90,000 they created can now be loaned out to somebody else. And when that person gets the $90,000, let's say they get the whole $90,000, and that person now gets a credit in their account or a check. They deposit it in their bank. Now 90% of that $90,000, there's a money created again. And that money is loaned out to somebody else. That money isn't touched. It New money is created on top of it to the tune of 90% of that money. And that's getting loaned out. So now we've had uh, $90,000 created out of nothing. Loaned out, and then ninety percent of that was created again, and loaned out, and this happens over and over and over and over and over again. It's a process that continues over and over as long as people are looking to take out loans. This is going to keep happening. It's it's wild. Like I'm trying to explain it, but it is it's mind blowing. I had to read uh, the book, uh, The Creature from Jekyll Island. I had to read again and again and again to make sense of it because when it, when it, when it first hits you, you're like. No, no, I don't get it. No, definitely not. Then you hit, that's not true. And the fourth time you read it, like, holy crap. But the first couple times, it's not going to make sense. But you have to read the book to get it. You should. The Creature from Jekyll Island. It was a mind-blowing sensation for me that this can happen over and over and over and over and over again. Now, this is a quick summary because there is much more to this, right? Outside of the bank, creating the 90%. Right? There's actually something else that happens on top of that, beyond that, where even new money is put into the system based on the already created money, the thin air money. right? So there's other, there's actually another step. But let me give you a quick summary of what I explained here because I can't go through that whole book on this podcast. I just can't. I'm just giving you the, the really quick summary of how this money gets out there and how these bills are coming into place without – them announcing some new tax, right? There's an infrastructure bill. We don't get a new infrastructure tax taken out of our bank account, right? So where's that money coming from? Where's it coming from? So here's a quick summary, right? Our government opens a debt contract with the Federal Reserve or our central bank. The debt contract is referred to as a bond, right? It's a promise to pay back X amount of dollar plus interest. Now, they receive the funds from the Fed in the form of a credit, not actual bills, And this magic money is used to pay for government expenses, including paychecks of government employees like mail carriers, et cetera. The recipients of this government money deposit the pay into their banks um, of choice via check or direct deposit. The bank, now in possession of new money, can create new money or new loans to the degree of 90% of that money we just deposited. This 90% is loaned out um, is not part of the money that was deposited. It's new money created out of nothing, right? It's again, it's in the form of credit because we don't actually need physical money to make purchases now with credit cards, debit cards, etc. When those uh, loans are taken out and approved, the money shows up as a credit in someone's account. That new credit that has been created out of nothing allows the bank to make a loan on top of this credit, right? So the new money allows you to make even more new money on top of that to the tune of 90%. And the cycle continues over and over and over, and fresh money is being created over and over again, 90% of the new money that's being created is created again, right? And it happens at at an endless cycle. Now, as long as there's people looking for loans, and the Fed is buying bonds, then more money will continue to be created in the system. Now, the only way this cycle is slowed down or stopped is through the use of, like, interest rates, Right That is going to either encourage or deter people from buying bonds, or instead of the central bank buying bonds, private money buys bonds, right? Because when private money, you, me, um, companies, uh, hedge funds, etc, when when we buy bonds, there's no new money created. we're using money that is already in the system. money that's already in our accounts already been created, we're using them to buy the bonds. that's not creating new money. Now, who's paying for the infrastructure bill? Who paid for all the stimulus packages? Well, I mean, should we believe this idea of taxing top money earners and businesses to pay for it? No. And that's my opinion, though. I'm of the opinion that we're already paying for it and will continue to do so in the form of inflation. Right? These bills are being paid for by future taxation through inflation or a decrease in the value of our dollar. And those who don't own inflation-proof assets are paying for these government bills in a way that they don't notice. Now, we'll keep on getting poorer and poorer, particularly the middle class. We'll keep on getting poorer and poorer no matter how much our wages increase because the dollars we receive are worthless, right? They're worth less and less and less on an increasing scale year over year. Again, you got to read this book. So, Just know that owning assets becomes increasingly a must-have instead of a should-have, right? Go buy a house, go buy business, go buy land. Figure out a way to own things that benefit from inflation, right? If if home prices go up because of inflation and you own a home, your house is inflation-proof because you put in $100,000 in the home and inflation uh, allows the house to be worth $200,000, You can pull out $200,000. Your money wasn't impacted by inflation in a negative way. It just went along with inflation. Uh, Crypto was good too, but I would say uh, make having one of the aforementioned assets a primary goal. The house, the land, the businesses, those are a better goal in the short term because crypto is great. I own crypto, but there's no equity in Bitcoin as far as I understand it. Right? There's huge upside potential but you want to have some land to store your wealth too. So go leave a five-star review, join the Discord, and remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure.